Hey, how you guys doing? This is Jason Williams, aka Charm CDPT, here with another podcast for you guys. Today, I have my good friend here in the house, Esther, who is the co-owner of Rev Cycle, uh, Iron Woman, and just all around badass woman here in Baltimore. Esther, welcome. Well, thank you for having me here. It's a privilege to be next to you. Oh, no. We're friends from a long time ago. I know, right? Yeah, it's been crazy. What's been like... 10, ten years, ten years 10, 15, at least. At yeah. least at that God, point. that's crazy. Um, yeah. So tell us, like, I mean, everybody knows you as you know Esther as the, the spin instructor and that kind of thing. But in this podcast, I want to talk to you a little bit more about you know you as an Iron Woman and two you as a goal setting coach. Okay, so let's start with you know let's start with goal setting first, since that's mm-hmm. kind of like you know I think we couldn't benefit everybody the most. So. Um, how did you get to the goal setting thing? Like, where did that come from and, and why do you do it? Goal setting completely changed my life. And the first time I went through a goal coaching was with Lululemon. Mm-hmm. I became an ambassador for them a couple of years ago. I want to say now it's been eight, ten. You yeah. and I worked together. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe a little bit less, maybe seven. Yeah, God. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. And the whole brand of Lululemon is about elevating their community. Mm-hmm. So when they have an ambassador and even their staff that work at uh, Lululemon, they elevate that human. And mm-hmm. they want you to, even though it might be that they might uh, lose that employee, they gain because we're then pursuing what we love. Right. And so when I became an ambassador for them, they did a goal coaching. It was very like one-on-one. We had a coffee shop, a coffee date. And uh, in this goal coaching, um, it allowed me to think out loud what I truly wanted. Right. Back then, I was working for the University of Maryland. Mm-hmm. I was a, uh, a research scientist. Oh. I had an, a great job. I, I, I had my projects that I was working with. Um, it was, uh, was, it's, it's with uh, the inner city kids, uh, mostly with STI disease. Oh. Um, so it was fantastic. I, you know, I loved it. Uh, though when I would teach classes, that's when I truly would feel that I was coming alive. So with the goal coaching of Lululemon, it allowed me to kind of open my eyes Mm -hmm. to what I truly wanted in life. And with the goal coaching, allow me to find my my fears, right? My what was holding me back. Yeah. And with a goal coaching, allow me to write down where I wanted, and I knew then that that's what I had to do. Yeah. So that was extremely powerful for you, mm-hmm. and not only just you know switching careers, right? Because were you teaching spin? I, think, I I've been no? teaching spin since college, so oh, okay, yeah, that's okay. like I don't know how many years. Yeah, now. yeah, we'll get into <laughs> since that one. Since 1994. 94? It's, you know, it's been a while. Oh, wow, that's back when like, hip-hop music was like really cool, right? Totally. Uh, <laughs> right? Um, no, that's great. That's awesome. Yeah, I love like Lululemon's, their whole model in terms of like just like empowering people to kind of make their own decisions for themselves. Um if you had to give two tricks or tips for people setting goals, so um, what would you what would you say to someone who's like looking to set a goal? The first thing would be um, one: you have to get out of your own way, <clears throat> because I was holding myself back, for example, with my own goals. And if you uh, hold yourself back, you're never going to truly live uh, live the life you love. And the second point would be think big. Um, we have we always. Uh, think small in the sense that we mm-hmm. set our small goals because we can crush them. 
And instead, I would rather you think bigger and maybe you might not uh, get to that goal. You might take a longer process to get there, but that way you're not, um, you're not, you're letting yourself fully engage in that boldness of who you are. And if you think, uh, like, let's say for me thinking big was, you know, I want to open a cycle studio. Right. That was a big fear of mine. I, I, it, I held myself back. So I had to get right. myself out of the way and allow myself to think that big. Right. So think big and get yourself out of the way. No, that's great. Yeah, I think that's, that's true. I think people don't think they can, like, you know, we were kind of talking earlier about goals and just like, you know, is it something that like, you know, you really want to do or is you get scared by the word mm-hmm. goal, mm-hmm. you know? So, no, that's awesome. Um, what are some mistakes people make when goal setting? Like what, um, they're in the goal set, like what draws them back from not actually doing that goal? Yeah, like? it's, uh, I, it's themselves, right? Uh-huh. Um, Either your fear, you have mm-hmm. fear of okay. failure, uh, your excuses. Let's uh-huh. say someone wants to do a 5K uh-huh. and they've never run a 5K, but every year they say they want to do a 5K. Every year they put it on their goals. Every yeah. year they can't, they don't do it right. because one, it's fear maybe that they will succeed uh-huh. uh, or uh, excuses. I am tired. I don't have time. I, right. You know, you keep hearing people saying those two excuses or, or they are brats like, well, I don't want to work out. I don't want to sweat, yeah. you know, like, but there's a reason for why they're saying that right. deep inside yeah. right. this three things that are speaking for them is that they have a story that they haven't fully let go of. Maybe when they were kids, they had insecurities, right? Mm. Maybe when they were kids, they were abused, um, sexually, mm. physically, maybe they were, they, they felt less of. So when people don't succeed in their goals, it truly is that they feel they're not enough. Wow. They have something that is uh, pending for you to solve from your past. Wow, that's that's great. That's um, and that, and that's true. I think like with that, with any type of like, like not even just goal setting, but when you hear any of the other kind of gurus talk, they talk about well, what what happened, uh, why, what's getting in your way. Is it from something in the past, or is it something um, that may necessarily happen to you, whether it's directly or indirectly? You know. I mean, I can tell you my story. You know, very short here. Yeah. The reason why I I went open a cycle studio in Baltimore for many years. I mean, uh-huh. I kept saying that to to my husband, yeah. to my he, back then he was not he was my boyfriend, yeah. to my parents. You know, and I held myself back it was fear of failure, but it was really my insecurity that I felt that I wasn't enough. Mm. I felt I wasn't smart. Wow. Because when I was in elementary school. I was a slow learner. I had, uh, in recess, I was held back yeah. uh, from going to play. I had a, uh, a teacher for, uh, with me to play games, and it was a learning thing. Uh-huh. And uh, one day, that teacher told me, you know, I, wanna, I said, I want to go outside and play. And she looked at me, and she goes, well, Esther, you can't because you're stupid. What? Yeah. And so that those That's words crazy. lasted for me forever, that... If I want to open a business, how can I? I'm stupid, right? So, right. so that's what I'm saying that we all have those stories mm-hmm. oh, yeah. that held us back because I had to get over that story because I know I am fucking smart. Right, right, right. But, but if someone tells you that when you're, you know, uh, in elementary school, you yeah. won't believe it. Yeah. Ask if someone tells you you're slow, you're not strong, you're not beautiful, you're not skinny enough. Yeah. All those things. We, we still, we hold them. Oh, God, yeah. So we got to get over those stories. Yeah. Because... Fuck, I'm 40 right, right now. Yeah. I am no longer a 10-year-old. Yeah. So I am smart. Yeah. I can own a business. So, But you got to get yourself out. And those are the things that hold you from opening um, your eyes to this bigger world of yeah. I am enough. Right. Yeah. I am worthy. That's 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 so true. That's crazy. I remember when I was little, I was like super shy when I was little. And it was just like, 
I would never like raise, I was always sitting in the back of the class. I would never like raise my hand. But it's like you just get out of that, like you know, and it's, whether it comes later, depending on what you have to do for occupation, you just kind of are forced to get out of that that realm and or that story. And and however you get there is however you get there. You know, it may be ten years, maybe fifteen, maybe twenty, maybe thirty years, but. I think people just have to know that they will get there. And if you know you will get there, you'll get there sooner than later, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so uh, now let's talk about Iron Woman, right? So what just happened recently? So <laughs> recently, I'm going to tell you guys, the, your, if you want to feel power and feeling empowered, you have to feel proud, Mm. And I, I am completely proud of Esther Colinetti. Wait, I'm, I'm 100% proud of Esther fucking Colinetti. Yeah. I just came from an Ironman, a half, 70.3 uh-huh. in Puerto Rico. It was March 17 uh-huh. in the heat of Puerto Rico. That meant I had a train through the winter of Baltimore. And I, I went to that race with one goal. My goal was to qualify for world champs in Nice, France this year. Uh-huh. And I fucking qualified killing it killing it yeah. i had a goal i had a mission and i had to work through the hardest i've ever worked uh-huh. uh, to get there that's amazing and i feel proud so right you should for with this little story it's like do things that make you proud right. be proud yeah. be proud of who you are for me is racing yeah if for you is like writing a book and, uh-huh. and publishing it or for you is having this podcast whatever makes you proud yeah. do it Right. No, that's that's awesome, man. And you said that training was was pretty intense. So just like you know, training in wintertime and like tell us about kinda of like that that regimen a little bit, like how did you know, in terms of the swimming and biking mm-hmm. and running, so So Ironman has two distances, either seventy point three miles mm-hmm. or hundred and forty point six miles. Yeah. Both are Ironman's one is uh, the short one is long. Yeah. They all start with swim, bike, run. Okay. Um, I've done two fulls and that is a complete part-time job. When you train for one, it's six months. It's a part-time job. You need to have your team backing you up. Like Mm -hmm. if you're married, you got to tell your your spouse that you will be gone on the weekends and waking up super early and and eating like a machine. Yeah. (laughs) A half is not a part-time job. A half is doable. Okay. You you don't need to take extra time uh, to do it. Uh, it still involves two workouts a day. So yeah. my regiment is I have one day of rest. Uh-huh. And all of the days I am running, swimming, spinning, and biking, and cross-training. The, in- the intensity of the workouts, um, the mileage is less than a full. But it's yeah. still intense because you have to do three sports. Um, with this Ironman that I just did in Puerto Rico, it was a spring, uh, very early spring. That meant that I got to train through the winter of Baltimore. Right. And I had a train, uh, you know, you can say, yes, it's cold outside, but I also had to involve training outside, but also training indoor to be able to acclimatize to Puerto Rico. So right. I would put heat uh, lamps on my bike trainer so I would get used to having heat in my, in oh, my face right. and in my body. That's great. And being outside, biking outside, as you all know, in the winter is, uh, it's brutal. It's, it's, it's definitely, it will harden you up. <laughs> you are. Oh God, yeah, here it's so cold. I mean, and then, that wind chill you're saying it's got to be uh pretty tough um you said you did some cross training for what kind of cross training activities did you do i'm a big believer of yoga 
Oh, okay. I'm a yoga certified. Uh-huh. I, I don't teach right now, and maybe in the future it might become more yeah. my thing. For right now, I still need that intensity when I teach. But I, I do yoga once a week. Okay. Um, I do yoga at a yoga studio, and also sometimes in my own home. Um, I like to go on Yoga Glow, yeah. and I like to um, t- uh, you know, use classes from like Elena Brower. She's yeah. just so inspiring to me. And that's what I need in my life, more yeah. of that groundingness. Yeah. And uh, in Baltimore, we have amazing yoga yeah. teachers. We, we have really strong yoga teachers in the city. Yeah, so I'm yeah. really proud of where we live yeah. and because of that community. Um, another thing that I do cross-training is um, I did a little of um, uh, CrossFit last uh-huh. year. Uh, again, I was using yeah. more like a strengthener for my core yeah. when I was in my off season, and um, and just using a lot of core. So whatever I mm-hmm. do with cross training for me is not about building muscle well, because yeah. I don't need the muscle when right. I'm I my swimming and my running my biking create the muscle that I need. Yeah. But I need a hard, strong core yeah. to keep my form going when the when when you have nothing left in you, you need that form to avoid injury. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. Yeah, I totally believe in cross training. No matter what you do in any sport, you have to cross train. I believe. Um, so, what's your next goal? Uh, you know, my next goal. I want to venture uh, more into what I truly am passionate about, mm-hmm. and my mission is in life is to be um, a force of inspiration for mm-hmm. others. And I believe I do that already with my with my spin classes, and I mm-hmm. do that already with um, sharing my journey of Ironman that I've I've been for the past five years. But I feel like I could I could do it in other ways as well. So I would like to venture more into leading fitness goal retreats. Yeah. And um, leading more goal coaching, maybe more affordable mm-hmm. goal coaching that creates more of a community in the city as well. And, and I hope to bring that also elsewhere of, of, yeah. of Baltimore. Uh-huh. Um, and my big fucking hairy goal is like, you know, writing a book. I really, yeah. that has been my goal since Lululemon. And uh-huh. I've been putting in, you know, my excuses, my, yeah, my, you, can do you it, know, my excuses are, are holding back from, from that goal. Yeah, you'll do it. I know you'll do that. Um, that's awesome. Those are, those are great goals. I think you'll definitely accomplish those. I can't wait to see you accomplish those. Um, where can people find you? Um, Social media media is like the best way Uh to like message me, uh, Instagram, ecolinetti, um, or Facebook, Facebook. uh, or my website, I have a website, estercolinetti.com and, uh, it's you unleashed because Ah. that's my mission to unleash people to be their best badass self. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I appreciate the time uh, of you coming in and speaking with me today. Um, please go check out Esther on uh, social media, her Instagram pages, Facebook, um, email even, if you want to email, what's your email? Uh, it's ecolinetti at hotmail, uh, actually gmail. At gmail.com. Cool. Either one. Either one. Either one. Uh, she'd love to hear from you. Awesome. I really appreciate it. Um, everyone have a great day and we will talk to you later. Ciao. Mm-hmm.